Hello and welcome. My name is Andrew and this is the Who Dat Discussion, a New Orleans Saints podcast where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. So before we get into some Saints news and get into a preview of Saints Rams, I want to introduce our guest for this week. He was on in the preseason all the way back when we previewed the re- the regular season and now that we're in the NFC Championship, we wanted to invite him back on. I always talk to him during games and go on to his live streams on YouTube, so go check him out. It's Brian from the Hudat. Uh, we are in Huda- we are the Hudat Nation YouTube channel. Hello there. Greetings, everyone. How are we doing? <laughs> Sorry, a little flubbed your name there. Uh, it happens. So, I mean, just do you want to plug your channel real quick? Uh, sure. Well, I have two of them, actually. Of course, my regular channel is uh, Field Guy 316 and uh, that's my regular channel. And the one, the Saints channel, is We Are the Houdat Nation. Pretty good channel, you know, just do some... Not nowhere as near great as this channel, but... Um, uh. You know, we all we're all the Houdat Nation family, so you know we sub each other. We're all good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for you know all this stuff coming on, and I think we'll just get right into some Saints news. As the Saints, obviously, in Sunday's game in the win over the Eagles, Sheldon Rankins hurt his Achilles tendon and he tore his Achilles tendon, making him he's out for the rest of the year. Hopefully he can come back next year. But the Saints did sign Tyrone Walker. He was on the team back in, I believe, 2012. So really taken a long ways back there. But with the Saints now, look, I feel like they have a lot of depth at the defensive tackle position. Look, it's not like Walker is like the best player in the world. Probably not. But he's not the worst player, a veteran. So, Brian, what do you think about um, the Rankins injury and the depth we have to fill that in? Well, obviously the Rankins injury, that's going to hurt us because, you know, he had eight sacks in the regular season. Uh, he was playing so good in the last game. Uh, that's going to be a step down. But, I mean, with, with the backups we have, you know, and, and signing Teron Walker, who was with the team, as you stated, he knows the system. So, you know, it's it's, it's going to be pretty much a, seam, a seamless transaction. Um I think we'll still do good. I mean, even with Walker, we still have like Henderson and, and we have yeah. um, a few other ones that we still have. So, yeah, I, I couldn't. Yeah, I can't say his name too much. But, um, yeah, <laughs> we have we have a lot of good backups that can just plug in, fill fill the hole. So, I mean, losing rankings is is obviously it's, it's going to be a loss. But um you, you know, we know the Rams, they know us, so there's not really many secrets that they can keep from us and vice versa. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's going to be a good game regardless. So I think we'll adapt and we'll take care of business. Yeah, that transitioned us well into our preview of Saints-Rams. I mean, as you said, it's probably going to be a good game. We've seen them so much. First of all, we saw them in the preseason, if people can remember, and we just, I think it was like 28 to nothing that game. And then... And then the game, obviously, week nine, I believe it was, where we won uh, 45 to 35 in that slugfest, really what it was, back down the field multiple times, and we ended up winning that game. So we're going to start with some notes in this game, and really when it comes off to it, looking at some NFC Championship history for the Saints, we are 1-1 one one in NFC Championship games, winning the one in 2009, losing the one in 2006. Um, Brian, what do you think really the parallels between this 2009 team is and this team this year? 
Uh, well, we have a lot of parallels, obviously, from 2009 to this year. I mean, losing the last three games as we did, and it's kind of ironic that we those three teams that we lost to, Tampa, Carolina, and the other team, which I can't, uh, Dallas, uh, we lost to those three this year. So that's mm-hmm. there's a lot of parallels between those teams. Um, of course, Bushrod was on the 2009 team, so was Breeze. And I know there's one one other player, so we do have experience yeah. overall. So, I mean, um, I, I think it's like 2009 all over again. I don't want to say it's like a team of destiny or anything, but it's just all the pieces seem to be falling together. And um, we are 2-0 and against the Rams this year, as you said, even though one was in the preseason. But still, you get a lot of practice out of that. And, um, you know, I, I think we – I think we can get things going. I just, it's just, we got the momentum. We got everything on our side. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just see things for us. Completely agree. Just the, the team of destiny thing. I completely, I can definitely see where you're coming from with that because I feel like this team, they just don't lose. I mean, when you think about it, all these games, they went in so many different ways. To me, that's just such a great thing for this team to have. I mean, even uh, last week going down 14, nothing, and then to come all the way back against a good um, Eagles team, it definitely shows a lot of really perseverance from this team. And it does show that this team is kind of kind of on that destiny path. I mean, also some notes, Mark Ingram, he did pass Deuce McAllister. And then also um, Pierre Thomas for the most yards in the postseason, rushing the ball. So that's really good for him. I think that his impact on this team, especially going in to his free agent season. Hopefully we can retain him there as well. And then, you know, when looking at it, we are 6-0 and at home in the Dome in um, the playoffs. We're looking to go 7-0 and with that. So what do you think the um, real impact of the Dome is on this team? What do you feel like that? Well, we got the Dome field advantage. We got the greatest team and the greatest fans in the NFL, obviously. Um, I believe we're trying to set a decimal record to beat uh, Seattle for most yeah. for loudest. Mm-hmm. Um, they're supposed to have a Guinness World Book of Records representative there, from what I heard. Yeah. Uh, I know we can break that record. I know we can. We have the best fans in the NFL, obviously. I mean, you know, we get a tremendous uplift from our fans in that dome watching those games. As you know, you you went to a game this year, yeah. so you know the power of the dome. Yep. You know. It, it, it can only help us. Yeah, It's never going to hurt us. It's always going to help just, us. I mean, and I heard earlier this week some Rams players were saying that it didn't matter as much, and they were like, oh, it was worse than advertised. And those fa- and those players, either they're lying to themselves or just lying to the camera to make them look stronger, and I guess looks like the Dome's not as good. But, I mean, you can't even compare to me the Dome to, like, other stadiums, especially they're coming from L.A. where there really is no home field advantage. So, I mean, to me, that was just interesting for them to say that. But to me, um, to look back on it, um, I don't know how they say the dome doesn't matter. I mean, just looking at Mike Thomas in the first game against the Rams, he went completely off, 211 yards, the touchdown, and that legendary celebration that was against um, Marcus Peters, him and the Sean Payton thing, just all of that went down with the gumbo. And then they came back this week and saying they had a lot of respect. So do you feel that that little feud between Marcus Peters and Sean Payton is behind us? Or do you think there's definitely a little more brewing there? Well, Sean Payton talked about it in his press conference yesterday about how he doesn't really like gumbo. So, 
I mean, you could take it how it is. I mean, Sean Payton really doesn't care one way or the other. He's just worried about how can I win this ball game. Uh, they even asked Drew Brees about it. And Drew Brees is like, I heard about it, but I don't really get into mm-hmm. it. You know, players are going to say, Marcus Peters, he, they're going to say stuff to psych themselves out because they know they got to come into our house and, and beat us. So yeah. they're going to say anything they want to do. And then Marcus Peters wants to get revenge, I guess you can say, for that loss. And maybe mm-hmm. he'll play better. And I hope he plays his A game because we want to beat the Rams at their A game and not at their C minus game. You know, yeah. so we don't have to hear all the stuff that the Eagles fans are saying uh, <laughs> after we beat them, how they were injured. We don't want to hear that. We want the Rams 100%, which I think they are. We want them 100%. So when we beat them, they have no excuse. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with that. You don't want to hear all these excuses. I mean, look, to me, that this game, it's going to be, I think, a close game because the Rams, they can't say that they're going to they're going to be not at full strength. They have no one hurt. And... I mean, they're really they're playing really good football. They just beat the Cowboys, and to me, they have no excuses to go in. And if they lose, they lose, and it's just because the Saints are a better football team, and that's what I believe. But to me, I just I think that that feud was definitely a little interesting, and I think that really is going to motivate Michael Thomas to come up big in this game because I mean, as we saw last week, he's such a vital part of this team. So that transitions us well into our storylines. So our first storyline is going to be as good as the Rams are running the football of late. They're running really as strong as they can. Their run game, can our run defense, who's number two in the league, stop the Rams' run defense? I mean, between Gurley and um, um, C.J. Anderson, excuse me, their two running backs, they were able to basically run the ball at will. I mean, they had 5.7 ru- yards per rush. Um, I believe they ran the ball something crazy like 48 times. So can our run defense, second ranked in the league, those boys from, you know, Cam Jordan, Demario Davis, can they be able to stop the Rams' run defense? Or if not stop, at least contain them. Oh, yeah. So we did it before. We can do it again. I mean, we held Gurley. I think it was 60-some-odd 60 yards rushing yep. last time. I mm-hmm. uh, don't even know if Anderson was on a team at that time. But if he was, he didn't do much of anything. Um we haven't allowed a hundred yard rushers since I believe early last year. I mean, too, early 2016, 2017, yeah, I think. Well, 16, somewhere in that range. So yeah. Um, you know, the key is to stop Gurley, obviously, because that's golf safety target. He's going to throw to him. He's going to hand him the ball. Um, you know, blitzing golf a lot. I, I don't put much faith in, in golf's ability and passing at this moment. I mean, the key to stopping the Rams is to stop Gurley and to stop Anderson. Don't overlook Anderson because, like you said, he's been playing good lately. Um, but we did it We did it earlier in the season. So, hey, if we can do it again, which I'm confident our defense can do it because, you know, they, mm-hmm. they haven't shown any um, weakness to me as far as the run. You know, okay. exactly. So I'm thinking we can do it again. But even if even if for some reason Gurley gets his yards, that's fine. Long as it doesn't hurt us. I mean, Gurley can get a 97-yard run. Hey, if we if they don't score a touchdown and we block a field goal, yeah. there you go. So you never know what's going to happen in a yeah, game, just, especially yeah, in a postseason. Everything's exactly. different. It's just, I mean, look, what we've been able to do against the run game, I mean, all these teams, because it's not like we've played bad running backs. We've played Zeke. We've played Saquon Barkley from the Giants. We've played... 
Um, Gurley, obviously. I, I feel like we're so battle-tested against the run. We stopped the Eagles last week. They, they couldn't even they, – they stopped trying to run the ball. And I think that was a big reason why our defense, you know, clamped down and didn't give up any points after the first quarter. But to me, I just feel like – this game, maybe the Rams, they're going to probably try to show something different in the run game. They're going to try to run it with C.J. Anderson, who wasn't on the team in um, that the first game, like you said. But to me, I just feel like when you look at it, I think our guys, they're probably going to try to show something different, the Rams. But I feel like, first of all, the athleticism of our linebackers with Demario Davis and Alex Anzalone, I mean, coupled with some great um, talent on the D-line with Cameron Jordan, I just don't see that they can run the ball as good as they did against the Cowboys. And I feel like that's definitely a key to their um, success because, look, if you let Goff beat you, you're probably going to be in good shape because he is definitely not the best QB in the league. I think he's really good off those play-action type plays, but he's not really good when on those third and longs. And I feel like if we can get him into those situations, I think we're going to be successful there. I think that's really, really important. So on to our next storyline. It's going to be a matchup here between Andrus Pete and Aaron Donald, one of the best defensive tackles in the league, if not the best defensive tackle in the league. So how do you think that Andrus Pete's going to hold up against Donald, especially with Pete? He had four holding penalties in the game against the Eagles and also broke his hand in Week 17 that didn't come out until just lately. Uh, in my opinion, I'm I'm, I'm kind of up in the air on and- Andreas Pete. Um, he's good when he wants to be good, but obviously with this broken hand, and he's holding a lot and plays. I saw where he was grabbing, putting the arm under the chin and stuff like that. I mean, uh, he he's gonna have to play his A game against probably one of the best, if not the best, defensive player in the league right now. Obviously, Cam Jordan's our best player, defensive yeah. player, and he's r- he's right up there. But I mean, as far as Aaron Donald going against Pete. Uh, normal circumstances, I'd be, I'd be, uh, I'd be okay with it, but with a broken hand, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be the matchup right there. Uh, if Pete can stop him, then that's all good and we got something going, but if Pete keeps holding and grabbing and negating touchdowns like he did in the Eagles game, yeah, we're going to have yeah. problems. We're going to have to switch him off or do something, but, uh, I, I think he can hold his own right now. I really do. Yeah, I mean, if he can if he can hold his own and just not let Donald blow up the game, I think that's just going to be really, really big. Maybe what the Saints try to do is if they – maybe you can switch the two guards. But I don't even think they would even do that because, I mean, Donald, he's such a good lineman. He can play wherever on the defensive line. He's so vers- versatile. So what Pete's going to have to do – first of all, you're going to have to give him help, which I think is fine because looking at the Rams' other players, I think that's going to leave one-on-one – with Sue either on Max Unger and Duncan Sue or on um, Larry Walford. And those two guys are pro bowlers. I would be fine with leaving them one-on-one. And then you try to get help from our other um, linemen, either if it's a tight end or something like that. If we can just you know chip Donald off the line of scrimmage and not let him blow up this game, I think it's really big. Because he had a good game in the first game, but it wasn't enough to stop our offense. Breeze was still getting all balls off with plenty of time. There wasn't any really pressure in Breeze's face. So if you can do something like that, I think that's, I mean, Donald, he's going to probably put his imprint into this game, but you just can't let him wreck the game completely. So I think that's really, really big. So on to our last storyline, and that is the Saints um, wide receiving core with Michael Thomas, Ted Ginn, and those boys versus 
um, the secondary for the Rams, who they have gotten a lot of players back, not even just Peters. They've also have now Akeem Tlaib came back from an injury who we didn't see him. So if they put Akeem Tlaib on Michael Thomas, do you think that we're going to be going to that matchup over and over again? Or even if they double Mike Thomas, what do you think they're going to do in that situation? you think they're going to go one-on-one with Tlaib or go just maybe double Mike Thomas and leave Ginn one-on-one? Uh, they'll probably double Thomas and leave Ginn one-on-one thinking he'll drop the ball, which Ginn does have the case of a drop sometimes. Uh, it doesn't matter who you put on Thomas. You could put Tlaib, you could put Peters, you could put – uh, whoever else they got on defense, I can't name all their players, but um, yeah. well, Marcus Joyner. Tom, yeah, Thomas is gonna get his yards. He's gonna get his yards. He's more physical, um, you know. But hey, if they double Thomas, that's fine. We got Ginn there. As long as he don't drop the ball, we got it. We got Ginn. Um, Kirkwood. I know. I heard reports where he was limping after the game, and then something about a family problem or something oh. he had. Um. Yeah, I don't know if all of that was established or not yet, but um, e- even for some reason we have that. And they 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 signed another wide receiver. I can't remember his name. They signed him, uh, put him to the fifty-three. I think. Um, can't remember the Cobb. guy's name. Cobbs. Uh, who? Simi Cobbs. That guy you're talking about, or? No, no. Cobbs went on the IR. Oh, right. Somebody, somebody they signed today. I don't remember his name. He's a young guy. Uh, he's supposed to be pretty talented. Squad. Oh, maybe they put him on a practice squad, yeah. But um, but getting back to the point, basically, it's like, um, you know, we have a good receiver core. We have – I'm not worried. They can double-team Thomas all they want. Yen will be open. Kirkwood plays. He'll be open. Uh, they'll throw – you know, Breeze will throw to anybody. Arnold, if he's there playing. Uh, um, uh, Garrett Griffin. Yeah. You know, anybody. Breeze will throw to anybody. Hell, if I'm playing, he'll throw to me, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But we should be fine there. Yeah, know? I just – if they're going to double-team like, – Breeze, he's going to have confidence in any of his receivers. So I think that's really big, as you just said. Like, he, even if me or you were a receiver, I think he'd have confidence. But to me, I just feel like – I think Michael Thomas is going to win his matchup. In the playoffs, he's a different animal. And I think it just shows what he's been able to do, not only just this year. He did it last year as well. So he's putting up now three good performances. I don't care if you're going to double, triple team him. Breeze will find him the ball because I think he's just going to get open. Maybe the Rams play zone, but I don't think they're going to play zone. They haven't much all year. So to me, I just think they're probably going to go one-on-one with Tlaib. If they double team him, then so be it. That that means Ginn's going to be a one-on-one, and I think Breeze will take that most of the time. Also, Traquan Smith, all these guys. So to me, it's going to be a matchup, but... I don't think it. I don't know if it will make or break the game. A lot of people are talking about it like it will, but to me, I just feel like it's gonna be. I think Breeze will find his receivers, especially if Breeze has time. If Breeze has time, that should be no problem. So now onto our group by group preview. We're gonna go through all of our groups from QB, skill position, O line, D line, linebackers, cornerbacks, and special team and coaching. And we're just gonna either pick the Saints or the Rams, whatever team has the edge so we'll start off at quarterback up top so who do you think has the edge in this one i think it's kind of obvious but saints or rams uh that'd be drew Brees. oh yeah i think just it's it's yeah look i think every game this year i've put the saints out of on top on this category in quarterback and i don't think that's going to change but Brees has shown in the playoffs number one he elevates his game in the playoffs i thought he played amazing last week 
He had such some really nice plays, um, a couple of big plays to Michael Thomas. Um, obviously, that touchdown to Kirkwood was a nice throw. To me, I just feel like Goff is not even on close to the level of Drew Brees, and I think Brees is going to show up in this game like he has basically every game this year and usually every game in the playoffs. you got to go and Brees retrust, and I think – he, I think he has an edge. I don't think you even have to talk much about it because I think even Rams fans would say that Breeze has the edge. So now on to the skill position players. This consists of running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. So who do you think has the edge? Um, I'm going to call the Saints again, and I'll tell you why I'm going to call the Saints. I know the Rams have Gurley, and I know they have Anderson, but we have Kamara, we have Ingram, I like our tight ends with Watson. We have Gary Griffin, who just signed to the 53-man last week. Uh, playoff yeah. Josh Hill, if he's somewhere, we got him. Um, you know, I, I, I'm confident our, our our running backs, tight ends, you know, I'm receiver? confident. We got it. We got the better what matchup. Excuse me, what about, what about wide receivers? What's that? Oh, I'm sorry, wide receivers, yeah. Oh, of course. We got the wide receivers. We got Thomas. Yeah. We got uh, uh, we got all. We got them all. We got Ginn. We got Smith. We got Kirkwood. I, I can't even name you too many of the wide receivers yeah, other than Cooks Robert on their Wood. side. They, they, I mean, they have I don't a pay good attention. skill position group. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, it's so close. Because I feel like, look, Kamar and Ingram, to me, they are better than Gurley and C.J. Anderson. As good as those two guys are playing, and you got to give it how they're playing. I mean, Kamar and Ingram, number one, they've been doing it for now two years, and they've been consistent. So I take them in that um, running backs. When you look at the wide receivers, to me, I do think the – even though Michael Thomas, I think, is the best receiver on both teams, I just think their wide receiving depth is a little better than ours. Um, that They have Robert Woods, who's put up a 1,200-yard season, and then Brandon Cooks, who we've mentioned. Um, they are very – they're talented players, and you got to give it to them where you know credit's due. I mean, I think they they have the leg up in the wide receiver core as a whole. And tight ends, to me, it's very, very close. And it's either you're going to go with the veteran and Ben Watson and Josh Hill, the veterans, or the guys on the um, Rams, which they have um, Reynolds, I believe. Uh, not Reynolds. Um, Higby, excuse me. And then, um, yeah, him. And then there's also another tight end. I just can't remember his name right now. He's Those two guys, to me, are very, very good athletic Saints guys, to me, I'm going to put them as a push. They're better at different things. Saints, good blocking. Um, those two guys, they're more of good, better pass receiving. So I'm going to put it really a push. I'm going to go push overall in that position and just say that they're equal. So onto the O line. Um, out of two O lines, who are you giving the edge? I'm going to call the Saints on this one because, I mean, just look at the players we have Bushrod. Ramchak, yeah. uh, uh, Armstead, you know, we've had a top five offensive line all, all year. Now, the Rams got an, a, a very good offensive line. Um, I just think, you know, we have a better matchup. Offense going defense. I mean, we have Pete, too, like we talked about before with the Pete and Donald matchup. Um, that may be the tiebreaker decision. Um, but yeah. I, I, I'm um, going to pick the Saints to because me, we've been look, top five both, all year. Number one, if the Saints are fully healthy, I would probably give them the edge. Saints are a little banged up, and the Rams aren't banged up at all. I'm just going to give another push here. I think it's a very, very close matchup throughout this game, especially these two offenses. I think they're number three and four in the, the league in offenses, 
and points, I think we're two and three. I mean, it's something crazy like that. Um, but to me, I'm going to have to give a push. Just with the – look, they have Whitworth, and they have a couple really good guys up front. Obviously, our guys – to me, Armstead, I think he's the best O-lineman in, in the league if he's healthy, but he is coming in with that injury. So I think we'll see. But to me, it could – I think Saints were fully healthy. I'd go Saints, but just with the, the P injury and the um, uh, Armstead injury, I'm going to give him a push there. So now we're going to flip it over to the defense, So and we're going to talk about the D-line. So who do you got in the D-line? Do you got Saints, Rams? Um, you know what? That might be kind of a push for me. Uh, I, I do, of course, I, of course, I will always say the Saints, but I, I'm just they have the Rams and the Saints have uh, some of the players. I mean, you got you got Donald on the Rams side. You got Cameron Jordan. Well, I mean, all Saints fans know who we got. Uh, the Rams yeah. got some pretty good defense too. Um, much as I hate to say push, I'll probably call a push on that one. But I'm 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 confident our Saints defense will do some damage. Yeah, I mean, to me, I'm going to give this one to the Rams here. As much as I don't want the Rams to win this thing, I think the injury to Sheldon Rankins is going to affect that. Um, just I think, look, I think it's going to be a really really close game, and I think with Donald and they also got Sue, who's I mean I know he's a little older, but still a really really good player. We were looking at him in the off season. They also have Michael Brockers, and to me, those guys, they are very good players, um, and our, the Saints, like, if we had Sheldon Rankins, who to me is a top 10 defensive tackle in this league, if we had him, maybe you put it as a push or we're better, but to me right now, as it stands, the Rams, I think, do have a slight edge there, so onto the linebackers, and to me, I'll go first on this one, and I'm going to pick the Saints here, I think pretty handedly, the Rams... To me, they don't really have any not, – not like they have bad linebackers. But to me, I think the Saints, when you look at it, Demario Davis, to me, who is one of the best signings all year. You have um, Antoloni, who's, to me, just playing really, really good football. And also A.J. Klein, who's bad in the beginning of the year, but is got solid. He's been much more of a solid player. So to me, I'll take the Saints just because I feel like – to me, they have Pro Bowl talent. I know none of them made the Pro Bowl to me, but I think they should have made the Pro Bowl into the Rams. Um, I just don't think that they have that same talent there. So what do you think? I tend to agree with pretty much just about everything you said right there. I mean, um, we got we got Davis. We got Klein. Um, depends how we use. We got Craig Robinson, too. Uh, depends how we yeah. use, mostly on special teams. Um, Klein's really surprised me all year, you know. I'm kind of like, eh, why is he playing? Why is he playing? But then he grew into the role, and he, you know, he's been doing good. But, um, I got a favor to Saints on this one as well. Yeah, just, I mean, when you look at the Rams, to me, it's not like they have bad linebackers when you look at it. Um, it's just, I think the Saints do have an edge there. I mean, they do have Dante Fowler, Mark Brown, Corey Littleton, but these guys, I mean, if you're not a Rams fan, you're probably not going to know who these players are. It's not, it's not like they're like the worst in the league, but I just don't think that they're, you know, top of the line there. So onto cornerbacks and the whole secondary as a whole. So what do you think that? So when we're looking at the secondary cornerback safeties, players like that. Well, uh, that one's kind of, I don't, it, it depends. I mean, uh, when we're talking about Saints cornerbacks, there's one person that always comes to mind, and it's P.J. Williams and his constant holding, uh, which is a, yeah. you know, I mean, he's been playing good as of late, obviously, but that last game, no. Uh, Eli Apple's been doing pretty good. Of course, he's got a case of the holds, but I, 
he's he's better than Crawley, and I hope Crawley stays on the bench because yeah. we all mm-hmm. know what he can do. Absolutely nothing. Um, but the Rams have Peters and uh, Talib, like you said. Um, I'm st- I'm picking the Saints on this one, obviously. Even though we have our faults, we're better than them, and we proved we were better than them in the last game. So I'm picking the yeah. Saints as far as that. Yeah, completely agree there. I'm also going to go with the Saints. The Rams, their unit in the back end has played really bad, and they have some really marquee players to lead Peters, as we said. But Lamarcus Joyner, who's a past Pro Bowler, they also have Sham Shields, who is known as a Packer later uh, earlier on his career. And he hasn't done that good with them. To me, look, that that um, secondary star studded and it just hasn't worked for them. And they have, have communication issues and they just haven't been able to win on those those matchups really. And I think the Saints, as much as maybe it's not every all day, everyday names, like I mean, when you look at Eli Apple, PJ Williams, maybe not non-Saints fans know this. But to me, I just feel like these guys have been playing really good. Obviously, you have um, Lattimore, who came in with two picks, probably his best game as a pro. And then you also look at um, Eli Apple, excuse me, and then also um, P.J. Williams. They have been playing better at late, as you said. Obviously, they're gonna, they're holding a little bit, but I think it's that that's gotten corrected. I think with especially Eli Apple, who played really, really good in that uh, Philadelphia Eagles game. So to me. Um, I'm going to go Saints here, and I think even though the Saints were ranked like 28th in the pass uh, defense, to me, this last game showed against the Eagles, and I think it's really showed towards the end of the year that we are a pretty good back end, and I think that it's improved drastically throughout this year. So now on to our final category, and that is um, special teams and coaching put together. We're just going to put those two together. So what do you think? Do you got the Rams or Saints in the special teams coaching category? Uh well we got a hell of a special teams I'm always gonna pick the Saints uh because yeah. we have the best kicker in Will Lutz we have the best punter in Morstead Justin Hardy who should be in the Pro Bowl which is a travesty there uh you know he he's gotten a lot of tackles and then even when we put Taysom Hill on 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 the kick return punt return um tackles you know you can't beat that you really can't and I don't know too much about the Rams special teams because obviously we don't. Alex and me, I don't really keep up with the Rams. Um, yeah. But I know the Saints are top five special teams, so I got to pick the Saints there. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, look, it's not like, again, it's not like the Rams. It's close because the Rams, they do have you know Greg Zerline, who's a great kicker, even though he did miss a kick against the Saints in the Dome last time, so maybe you know the noise gets to him a little bit. Um, to me, they don't really, they have Jojo Natson as their returner, but that's not, you know, he's not like a great returner. He's a young player. Johnny Hecker, really good punter, but we got Morstead. And I think, I mean, what Morstead's able to do every week, week and week out with not even that many, many reps to me, he's just, I mean, very, very solid. And then also, um, with um, Will Lutz being great all season. And then when you look at our special teams, Taysom Hill, Justin Hardy, as you said, should have been a pro bowler for sure. So to me, I'm going to give the edge to the Saints. And then the coaching, I'm also going to give the edge to the Saints. Um, uh, what do you got? I, I think Sean Payton's just much better than Sean McVay. Well, yeah, I agree there. The coaching. Uh, McVay's a hell of a coach. Um, but, of course, I'm going to go with experience. And as we know, McVay hasn't won a Super Bowl yet, and Sean Payton has. So, I mean, right there, there's your one and nothing advantage. Uh, plus, Sean Payton has defeated – McVay twice this year, 
via one in preseason, one in regular season, and hopefully soon to come in the postseason, which I, I think we will. So uh, I'm going to go with Sean Payton there, obviously. Yeah, completely agree. Sean Payton's got the experience, and McVay has never coached in the a, whole, a road playoff game. So we'll see how he does. And really this whole Rams team, they have not played a road playoff game. Goff hasn't, Gurley hasn't, they all haven't. So to me, if we're the Saints, you got to get them loud. Saints fans, I know everyone in the Dome will be loud for sure. But to me, make them feel it. And I feel like their inexperience could be the death of them. And I think in the playoffs, that definitely matters. So now onto some score predictions. I got one in mind. I'll just put it out there. I'm going to go, the Saints win this one 31-27. to And kind of a thriller, maybe like the Saints-Vikings game back in 2009. But I think that the Saints will get it done. I don't think we'll be as high scoring as the first as the first game, but I think this one Saints will get it done, and um, hopefully we'll be going to the Super Bowl. So, what do you think? Well, I I, um, I tend to be wrong on score sometimes, but uh, I'm going to say 37 to 20 with Saints win. Yeah. But then again, if it's if it's three to nothing or, or or ten to seven, hey, I'm I'm happy with that. As long as we win. But I'm going to say Saints 37, Rams 20. That sounds like a pretty decent score. I mean, you know, I, I think it's going to be – I don't know if it's going to be as high scoring as last time. But, uh, you know, I, I just have that number in my head, so I'm sticking with that. I mean, if the Saints only give up 20 points, that would just be huge. I mean, look, if the Saints can stop Gurley and make Goff throw into long down situations, I think that could definitely come true. And to me, I think it'll be a closer game. But I still think that the Saints will be able to pull it out all season. This team just finds a way, and I think they will be able to do that again. So now with that, um, our group-by-group preview, our whole preview over with, I think we should get on to some quick Houdat Nation fan questions. We have two questions this week. So our our first question is by HoodatFan92310, and he asks, um, do you think we can stop golf like we stopped Nick Foles? So to me, I think the Saints will be able to do that. Um, I don't think that Goffs is amazing. I don't think Nick Foles is amazing. But the Saints, they're going to stop the run, and they're going to try to let Goff beat them. And that will have success. So what do you think? Well, we killed this so-called Nick Foles magic. Um now, I think Goff is probably, eh, I wouldn't say better than Foles, but he's 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 got that caliber. Um, but it all comes down to if we stop the run and we force Goff to pass, uh, don't make him do too much of the play action. Um, you know, we can force him into turnovers. So, yeah, I, I'm going to say we can, uh, we can stop him, definitely. Yeah. Yes, completely agree. And look, it... it if we can stop Goff, to me, that's going to be a key. If Goff comes out and throws one of his vintage games up, maybe it will be a little tougher. Maybe we'll go up a little more points. But I think that at the end of the day, if Breeze is scoring a lot and Goff has to match him, he won't be able to. He'll start making mistakes, and that's how we won the first game. And I think that's how we're going to be able to win the second game, Goff making mistakes and the Saints coming through. So I just I think that's just really big, especially his inexperience to me is going to show. To me, it's definitely... It's definitely right there. So now our next question is from Saints fan since 83. And he asked, the, what is the biggest challenge for this game? And to me, 
I think it's going going to be stopping this run game. I th- I think that the Saints will be able to stop the Rams game, but I think it's going to take a lot of effort. It may not happen very early, but I think the Saints, especially against the run, they get better late in games, and usually it's the opposite. But I feel like for the Saints, later in games, the Saints are able to really stop their run. So I think that's going to be a big thing because they have been playing so well, but I think that the Saints will be able to get it done. So what do you think? Well, pretty much like you said, stop Gurley, stop Anderson, make make golf throw, and hopefully throws in a double, triple coverage. We get a few turnovers that way, yeah. force a few fumbles. It, it, the key is stop Gurley, stop Anderson. You stop the run, we're going to be all right. If you let Gurley and Anderson go for 200, 300 yards between the both of them, it's going to be a long day. Yeah, very, very true. I mean, to me, I just think, look, if we can stop them, just be really nice. Put the game into Goff's hands, and I think the Saints will win. I know it's not as easy as you, you know, it's, as it says, because they're so good at running the football. They're really good last week against a good team, Dallas against uh, in Dallas, excuse me. But I think the Saints will will be able to do that. It's going to be a hard challenge, but I think the Saints will do that. And then our final question is from Huda at nine forty one twenty three, and he asks. What do you think the biggest X factor against the Rams will be? And to me, I really think that this is could be the week that maybe we're going to see a big play. And not like Taysom Hill, because I think he was great last week. But I think maybe this is the week we see a Taysom Hill throwing a touchdown pass. It seems more and more that the Saints have been able to put Taysom Hill into the um, playbook. And I think that when you look at it, I, I know it's, maybe it's a cop-out by choosing Taysom Hill. I also think another big... Um, X-Factor could be like a Ben Watson type player or a play a playoff Josh Hill. I think that could be another big X-Factor because they, I mean, their linebackers are not as good and that goes to our um, tight ends and, you know, Kamara players like that. But I think that one of those players, I think also Taysom Hill, as much as I know it's kind of maybe a cop out to pick him, I think that, I think, I think that he may have a really, I, mean, I think he may throw a touchdown in this game. I just have that feeling. So what do you think? Well, Hill threw a touchdown in the last game, but it was called back because of Pete Holding. Um, but, yeah, I tend to agree there. But I, I, I'm going to tell you what I want to see. And I've been wanting to see this all year, and I want to, I want to see this now. I want Taysom Hill to throw a pass in the end zone to Drew Brees. I don't want Drew Brees to stand there and look at the ceiling. Yeah. I want – I know Saints fans are going to hear this, and they're going to be like, no, we don't want Brees running. Stay there. We don't want him hurt. But, hey – it's playoff football, Tom. Anything can happen. I, I uh, And uh, we didn't do it in the first game, so I don't think they're going to be looking for it. So, uh, But as far as an X factor, um, Saints defense play the way they play. Stop the offense, Rams offense. Yeah. There's your yeah. X factor right there. Completely. Cam Jordan has two or three sacks, and the rest of them have a couple sacks, a couple tackles. Davis gets an interception or fumble recovery. There you go. That's what I'm calling X factor. Yeah, I just think. I mean, I think that's completely true. I mean, look, if we can stop their offense, that's obviously big. Get pressure on Goff. That will all be really big there. So, with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. So, Brian, if they want to follow you, where should they follow you? Just one more time. Uh, well, let's see. We have the We Are the Who That Nation on Facebook. We have at W-A-T-W-D-N on the Twitter. We have We Are the Who That Nation on Instagram. Uh, my personal account on YouTube is F-I-E-L-D-G-Y-316. And We Are the Who That Nation on YouTube. 
uh, I think that's about it. <laughs> I said All it really right. fast. But... Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Everyone, let's hope the Saints win. If you're going to the Dome on Sunday, get loud. We want to break that record, as we said. Hopefully, they're bringing a Guinness World Record um, person, uh, representative there, so we can beat the record. So, look, I think this is going to be, obviously, a really big game. If we win, we go to the Super Bowl, which is all Saints fans want. So, with all that said, I just want to say thank you to Brian one more time. Thank you for having me. Follow We Are the Who That Nation everywhere, guys. Really good stuff from them. To me, great fan reactions, really good stuff after games. Always, I'm always on. So to me, that's just this place where I go after games. So with all that said, I want to say thank you, prove them right, and who that.